and welcome, fellow travelers of the universe. I am Thorbowski here on Geektainment Weekly on nrmstreamcast.com. I am here being mighty as always and drinking quite a bit and playing video games with Meek and Korg. And joined with me this week is the great T'Challa of Wakanda. How are you today, T'Challa? I, sa- I said, how are you today? How are... Wakanda forever, all right. And across the lane is the man only other than I, spoiler, 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 able, worthy enough to lift this hammer, Steve Rogers, Captain America. Avengers, come together. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think that's the right line. I think it is. I just made it up. All right. All right. Ah, I got you. We're not Avengers. Ah, Thank God. Got you, tricked you, spooked you, got you, fooled you. Welcome to Geek Taming Weekly. I am Andy Bisha, joined this week with David Budazeski and Corey Stewart. Uh, Ian Benzman is a big old quitter and couldn't be here. He quit? He quit life. He quit. Oh, <laughs> no, he didn't quit life. No, no, he's still here. And he went to the moon. He's still here. He is, he is not here right now, but we are here, and we are going to entertain you with today's news. But first, we must talk about something mm-hmm. tragic. Oh, yeah? It is the passing of a titan. And when I say titan, I mean that quite literally. Peter Mayhew, age 74, has passed away. Mm-hmm. The mighty Chewbacca. The mighty Chewbacca. Fellow, fellow tall man. Mm-hmm. Fellow tall man. He was kind of our, our leader of the Tallman pack. Yeah. And you got to meet him in Cincinnati. I did. Uh, my wife and I stood in line, got an autograph from him. And, you know, I mean, he was doing his best to stay in high spirits. Uh, but, you know... It, it, He's older. He was sure. older. It was, you know, it was yeah. hard on him to to do those long lines. And, I mean, his lines were just ridiculously long. Right. Because also, you know, being in that fursuit for, all, you know, all those takes and everything. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, he was, was in toll. good spirits until the very end. If you go on his Reddit posts, yeah. like, even, like, just a few days ago, he's, you know, commenting and talking to people. Mm-hmm. And... He, he was always a very positive person. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, even though the, the, the cons were just long you know, for him, it was just he was happy to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just really, really unfortunate and tragic. Another one. Yep. Another tragic story from Star Wars. Another tragic day. And uh, you know what? It's... I'm kind of happy it didn't happen tomorrow on May the fourth. Oh my gosh! I didn't that even... would have that would have wow. ruined that day. Yeah, uh, totally would have just like I don't know if we anybody would have looked at it the same way again. No, no. But you know, the you beat know. goes on. Passing. The beat goes on. The beat do, goes do, do, on do. while my computer crashed. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I don't have the rundown. So somebody. T- All right. Somebody well, take the wheel. Let's get into the first story of today. Are we gonna Everybody's gonna, gonna be Ian. Um, so, autocorrecting nightmare. Typo in Bill C-45 legalizes cannibalism instead of cannabis. So, huh. 
So yeah, cannibalism is now uh, legal. Uh, we can start eating people. Uh, I was I've always been curious about um, you know what people taste like. Have you though? A little, a little. I feel like really? uh, certain types of people might taste different, like chicken, beef, you know, pork. Um, uh, I I don't know. Even if it was legal, I still wouldn't even want to touch that at all. Oh, and this is a Canadian story, by the way. Yeah. So, uh, isn't all- cannabis already legal there? Like, what are they doing? There's like more I, legal. More, <laughs> it's more legal more to legal. Eat people. It is now required. Right. It's now mandatory. Yep. So Canada is one step closer to an accidental legalization of cannibalism after the House of Commons passed a typo-ridden Bill C-45, formerly known as Cannab- the Cannabis Act. Uh, it goes on to basically say that there was a, a strong error in in uh, in our typo, and we were trying to say that we will um, legalize cannabis instead of cannibalism. So it doesn't it doesn't say in this article, unfortunately, what the actual typo was, no, which no, is very unfortunate because I want to know what the wording was, <laughs> and I want to know if it was like more than once. You can you can maybe it was like in regards to smoking it. And how they can smoke people, and so they're like, "Oh, it's like smoked meats." Smoked meats, yeah. Come get these smoked meats in our come, backyard. Yeah. Come get these smoked meats. Yep. Well, and on from cannibalism to something pretty strange. Uh, surprise scientists find cocaine, ketamine, and ketamine in shrimps from UK rivers. <laughs> so, first off. <laughs> What idiots are dumping their expensive drugs in the river? Yeah, People yeah, got caught, I yeah. guess. Eh? It's like, I mean, oh no, the bobbies are getting on me. Better throw out my my my, my eight ball. Well, what do you do? You th- you any time that you're you're feeling skeamish, you you dump, you throw it uh, in the toilet. I guess yeah. <laughs> because you dilute it. You well, try the to toilet dilute it. doesn't go right out <laughs> to the river. <gasps> All toilets, all, all drains lead to the. Yeah, it might, it could be. Yeah, <laughs> does it spin in the? No, it's Australia where the toilets spin the other way. The other way. Yeah. Mm, well, it's weird. it's one of those things too. Like you know, the prescription medications like getting a higher concentration in, in water supplies now. Mm-hmm. It's like some things just can't be filled it out, and maybe ketamine and cocaine is just one of those things. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's not just, just for dollar bills anymore. Uh, yeah, they found it in lots of samples that were <clears throat> tested. Uh, pesticides were also found widespread well, in that the, the shrimp as well. Uh, although the concentrations were low, we were able to identify compounds that might be uh, of concern to environment and crucially, uh, which might pose a risk to wildlife. Now, mm. these, did these make it to like tables and? Uh, um, so they, they, they con- just did like a random test and they, they collected. Yeah, they collected them from five rural catchments. Okay. Um, so I'm, I guess that's a word for places Different. where you catch them, yeah. <laughs> uh, which uh, made the findings even more surprising. I'm just picturing these shrimp to being like all like as soon as it gets into their system, just being all like, "I'm a shrimp, I'm oh, a shrimp," like, like, and then like all of a sudden the ketamine kicks in. And it's like, "Oh my, I'm a shrimp." Uh, it's like that scene <laughs> from uh, uh, what, what is that? What was that movie with the the drug users? Oh, Fear and Loathing. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, it's like ass to ass. What is that? What is that movie? Oh. Um, no, I know. Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> I like how he references Requiem. With I was. I was. That's the only, <laughs> from the top of my head, is the only Conley. thing I can think of. <laughs> Just, yeah. That's wow. the biggest thing. Yeah. No. That. Yeah. The whole like. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> the blood vessel like constricts. Oh and the yeah. No, oh. Only, only with the shrimp. So yeah. Only with the ramp. shrimp. Just like just. I don't freaking the fuck out. More shrimpy than normal. 
Mm. Yeah, I wonder, what, I, wonder what ta- I wonder if anybody actually ate these shrimp. You know, that's a very well. That's why. That's why I'm so, if it made it to anybody's tables, I'm assuming because since they're catchments, that eventually. But they yeah. were they were in rural settings. So is it like all these people? Well, are, you, are you the want the city shrimp? Like, like, what do you want? No, no. What I'm saying is they found the deposits of cocaine in shrimp that are in rural areas. So that means that people out in those areas are just. Doing a bunch of blow, what else are you gonna do? I guess <laughs> you live next to a shrimp farm. I mean, ketamine God. and cocaine is yeah. all you have. That's, that's all, all you is. have. That's oh all my you goodness! Have to, to keep your your spirits high. To keep those spirits uh-huh. high. Well, uh, unfortunately, Ian couldn't be here to talk about the one thing that he always loves talking about on this so show. We're actually gonna talk about. Oh that's yeah, we right. should talk about. This we should sure. talk about Legion season three's debut date, which is Monday, June twenty fourth at. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Cool. Nice. So, I don't know about you guys. Uh, I did not see season two. I watched season one. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, that being said, I, I this is supposed to be the final season of Legion. Yeah. Mm. And it's surprising because it's done very well. And it's like been very well received. And this is kind of like a British approach where it's like, Get out while the getting's good versus the yeah, American I, approach, which I, is like let's saturate the market until no one wants this anymore. Yeah, I mean that's that's a big problem with American television right now. It's just like how many seasons of one thing do you need? You should only you should only give out as much as as needed. Yeah, right, right. Well, so you, you know you don't need to be in the twenty fifth you know season of Legion and everybody just doesn't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, and Walking the, Dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, the only exception being you know something like Doctor Who. In England, which, uh, which is like you know, but but it's such a drastic change, you know. Every time there's a new doctor, yeah. that it's like okay, you, you know, that's different because I feel like that reinvents itself every time it comes around. You're right, um, but like even that we're gonna talk about later. But Game of Thrones, people think that this should have ended a while ago because of just how batshit crazy it got. Well, no yeah. one really cares anymore. That's true, and you know the fact that the the final season of Game of Thrones is only six episodes. Yeah. So I mean, and what was it? Last season was only. Seven or eight episodes, season well, seven for Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, it was just season seven. This is we're on season eight right now. No, no, season seven was what? Seven episodes? Ten, I believe. It was ten? Okay, yeah. so this is the first short. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I am sure is that I'm a little afraid of this next thing. Diary of a Wimpy Kid director, director. David Bowers set to direct. Rugrats live action film, which is funny because when I first read that, I thought it said David Bowie. On <laughs> back, and I was the very dead. confused He's about the, the, David, the combination of words. That, that would have that would have made sense if it said David Bowie's son to direct. Because you know, he's a long lost David Bowie film found, mm-hmm. and it's a live action Rugrats. An no. adaptation of the classic Nickelodeon cartoon Rugrats is set to be a live action CGI hybrid. Which just sounds like a mess of disaster right there. What are they going you to know, do? You know, you think that people would learn. But they're bringing back Tommy, Chucky, Phil, Lil, and, oh, yeah, and, uh, and the crew. Um, Angela. So, yeah. Um, and will be computer generated with the adults will serve as the live action proportion, uh, portion of the film. That's just... It doesn't make any sense because mm. the way that Rugrats was so successful is that everybody was animated. Everyone was a caricature. A caricature. 
So just do a whole entire yeah. animated. It's just it's gonna look so fucking weird going from like you know you know John Smith just standing there to fucking Chucky, right? Or bald headed mm-hmm. what's his name? Yep. Just like, it's gonna be weird. Tommy it's gonna be kind of creepy. You know? Yes. I'm, I'm it's gonna be kind of creepy. <laughs> I'm very surprised nobody called me out for calling Angelica Angela. Uh, we get it. She's a bitch, so who yeah, cares? Who cares? Really? That's why it says crew afterwards. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm and, nervous. And crew. I'm just, I'm just confused because do you remember the Rugrat movie that came out like in the late 2000 or early 2000s? The, uh, the, the one that was like with Reptar and they're in the yeah, jungle yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah, where like uh, Dylan, baby Dylan comes around. Right. And yeah. they did all the, they did like a, a higher version of what the animation was from the TV show. And it looked great. I mean, it was like yeah. probably one of the better animated films that you could release as a as a feature you, film. You see that a lot of times when, when a television show goes to like full feature film. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the animation quality usually improves. It, I mean, because they have more time. Kali Bebop did the same thing. They, they yep. switched animation processes and it looked yeah. a lot more, it looked a lot better than, sure. you know, what the TV show did. But. I'm nervous to see what Chucky's gonna look like, or uh, Tommy's gonna look like, Tommy, because Tommy was scary as an animated the, baby the anyway. Fucking, the fucking Bobsy twins, yeah. like those are <laughs> creepy as shit. Uh, I, I, they're they're gonna they're gonna CG spike the dog. Oh no! And that's gonna look weird too. Yep, it's gonna be just a terrible rendition of Scooby Doo all now, over again. Now I, I wonder, are they gonna use the same voice actors if they're gonna be animated? I don't think, I think. so. Why think... wouldn't you? Why well, wouldn't you? I don't. I don't think a lot of those people are still like doing stuff. Well, no. to, um, is it EJD, EJ Daily still yeah. does stuff, and she plays Tommy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't. Maybe get as many of them as you can. I guess. I hope. Yeah. I hope so. Uh, no, I thought there was like a like a falling out between Klasky and Kuspo on this thing, where there was a. The whole reason that they stopped making them is because they didn't agree on the the show going forward. Well, a lot of people disagree on a lot of things, and it's. <laughs> I think we're wow, fo- that's such a, a lot of people disagree on a <laughs> lot. Yeah. Wow, think, thank you. I think we're just falling into that <laughs> that 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 uh, new timeline of movies with li- the, the live dumbest. action move, like the live action. You're seeing it in Lion King, obviously. We're gonna, we're gonna see it in Aladdin a little bit. Well, let's. We're uh, seeing it in Detective. Oh, Pikachu. Just, uh, oh, you said it right. Bring up this fucking next thing, then. Why <laughs> so don't we? this is this is this is proof that if we clamor loud enough about something that deserves to be clamored at, mm-hmm. we can get our way. We can get our way. Okay, so, so they're going to redesign the Sonic character from the movie. That's that right. has to make you happy. No, it doesn't make me happy because you made a okay, good point, so though, this morning a character redesign is like one of the uh, one of the issues I have with that trailer. Not to mention all the other shit that's wrong with it. Baby steps, David. Baby steps. Well, okay, so and here's the thing: like redesign it to what? To what specifications? Like, Hopefully, to say. look like one of the video game iterations. I just still yeah. don't think that's gonna fix the issue. That the pacing is just terrible. Like Jim Carrey doesn't seem like he really cares to be there, except no. for uh, a paycheck. He, he looks like someone had some dirt on him, <laughs> <laughs> and then they forced him to do this film. I mean, it's just it's all over the place. Like the only thing. I watched the trailer, and the only thing I liked about it was the spin dash sound effect, and I thought the rings around Paramount Pictures was cool. That's it. That's <laughs> the, the yep. only two mm-hmm. things I liked from that trailer. Mm-hmm. Everything else blows. The the story, like that guy coming in, who uh, who who saw him in the shed, whatever, should have just shot him with a real gun. Like that's what should have happened. 
Jeez. Well, okay, so they also said that the, um, what was it? Uh, Sonic can evade 9,000 missiles, but he can't evade a friggin' dart gun. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, what? I didn't, yeah. Hmm, weird. Doesn't make it, and I know people are talking about the giant ring and the trans, but that, that's, that's how that ring works in the games, though, right? Which? In Sonic 1, you jump through a giant ring and you go to the special stage. Okay. In okay. Sonic 3D Blast, you go through the giant ring. I forgot and about the flickies. that. But you go to like this weird nether realm thing. In the movie, you go to a fucking farmhouse in Nebraska. <laughs> Maybe Unless you're collecting blue spheres there, I don't give a shit. Uh-huh. And not only that, Sonic never threw him from anywhere. Like, That's I, true. It, the whole relationship of what's going on in that film, I have no fucking clue. Oh, yeah. Why is he electrified? Yeah, why, why is he electrified? Is he have a, does he have an electric shield? Is that what's going on there? Possibly. I it, 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 nothing makes sense. And so like his redesign is like one only one of the sticking points I have with that film. Hmm. So, you know, it, we'll see going and forward. And the way that they designed him, it doesn't look like he actually has like quills or anything. No, he looks it, like, it looks he like he's looks just furry. Hairy, furry. Yeah. So the part, But then when they they show he, the quill, quill and, and he's like, like ah, yeah, like what that doesn't make any that doesn't make any sense. They have to just completely just stop and then just redo. If yeah. they're going to do it anyway, do it, stop do it, do a complete like redo. Redo. Like, we'll come out with the next Sonic film in 2022, and we'll remake everything. We're sorry. <laughs> they really screwed the pooch with that one. I mean, we'll see We'll see what happens, but, and, but in keeping with films, mm-hmm. uh, Jared Leto, still open to returning as the Joker. Yeah. Of course he is. But He's the only one. But apparently, he hasn't watched the Joker trailer. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll see how uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Phoenix uh, does in the Joker, and uh, he might not be able to get back into that role as the Joker. Just, he might not be able to. I just DC, you don't know what you're yeah. doing. Also, yeah, the really fact that don't. James Gunn's going to be doing uh, Suicide Squad two, and he's probably going to make it better than a lot of DC films. So the reason he obviously didn't cast Jared Leto again to play the Joker, so that says something right there. Well. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm very, I'm very happy that we're getting James Gunn back in Guardians Three. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, that being well, said, that's going to be a weird issue coming up too. Is like, well, is the who takes precedent in that situation? I think it's you know, is is, is DC just going to have to wait until James Gunn is done with Guardians Three yep. or? They were a rebound. DC was a rebound. Well, for them. it was it like, sounds... oh, my girlfriend broke up with me, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, DC's there. I'll just yeah. hang out with you until my the, girlfriend. Until realized. my girlfriend wises up. Yeah, yeah, until my girlfriend wises up. So, but it sounds like that Guardians Three is going to be moving faster forward. Um, I read recently that they're actually going to be pushing, uh, moving closer to the start date. Okay. Sooner than they expected. Good. So I don't know if that means that DC's getting put on the back burner or not. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that Marvel offered more money, if that's the case. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. They have much deeper pockets at this point. Uh-huh. Right. Well, they're, they're, uh, DC's borrowing from Daddy Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah. They, they've burned through the one of the Warner Brothers, and they're going to the other. Yeah. Hey, uh, we need more money. <clears throat> they went through Yakko, Wacko, and now they're moving on the dot. Yeah. And Dot's just too smart. Yeah. She's like, nope, not happening. Mm-hmm. I'm the cute one. Well, uh... But moving on to Disney Plus, yeah, Disney okay. Plus guys, are you gonna get it when it comes? I think I think I've changed my tune. Okay, I think there okay. will be enough content that is actually like 
solid that'll make me want to get the service. Six ninety nine compared thing, to the, a lot of other streaming services. But the thing is, their episodes they're going to do less episodes in a season, which is what they're saying right now. That it's going to be a lot shorter than you think. Uh, Disney Plus is scheduled to come out on November twelfth, but they're saying between six to eight episodes. So the uh, the Wanda and Vision show would be about six hours total in length. I'm okay with that. So like two feature films, well, three feature films. Yeah. Back right. Back. I'm okay with that only because I think you can't play out those stories that people love so much so long. Because, no. like you said about uh, you know series being long and dragging them long. out. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Um, and I actually read an article because one of my favorite shows on Netflix, The Santa Clarita Diet with Drew Barrymore, um, is canceled for season four. And they just left it at a cliffhanger. But Netflix <laughs> was basically like, we just we we want to move to shorter series and on and, and timelines, yes. and it's like it makes sense because you drag something out for too long, right? It's gonna start to become wa- washed away. Well, because what what is happening, and this happens like every uh, TV show. It's one of the reasons why I can't watch like The Office and Parks and Rec is because what ends up happening is that all the characters become caricatures of themselves, yeah, and it just becomes fucking unbearable. Oh, totally. So all like the stuff they had in like the first, second, maybe even third season of like how like cute and like fun this is just becomes obnoxious and grating like in the in the sixth and the mm-hmm. seventh season of like, whoa, this guy's crazy still. Yeah, he had no arc. Nope. It's just a line. Nope. It just becomes background noise like yes. on the TV. It does. I can't take it. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah, I've 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 had enough of those those two programs that you yeah. just spoke of. Just, <laughs> I mean, I can I can do with I can deal with Parks and Rec a little bit more. Sure. But <clears throat> just the office just gets so repetitive. Oh, I stop at season usually season six with the office when I when I know. Season seven by, I just by try Carell, to, I, by I try show. yeah, I just try yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Avengers Endgame has officially made a ton of money. Yeah. yeah. Like, we didn't know that was going to happen, uh, but apparently this is the number one film in China ever. China. <laughs> China loves China. everything. <laughs> but this is the most money that it uh, the, the Endgame has, or not Endgame, but a foreign film has made inside of China. It's incredible. Uh, I, mean, I can't did remember. Did they do any China you... pandering in that film? I don't think they did. Pandering? Yeah. You don't notice that? Mm-mm. Like, some, like, okay, so, like, the biggest one, obviously, is The Dark Knight, mm-hmm. where they just go to China for no fucking reason at all. <laughs> to go there was ca- no reason to go there. Just but to go the catnap that But the ago. whole reason to do that was so they get the China market on uh-huh. board, so they'll go out and buy tickets, because they're fucking huge. Right. Yeah, the, right. uh, the, as of May 1st, uh, 39 million, uh, from China for, uh... 39 million in ticket sales? Yeah. Really? I thought it would be higher, actually. Wait, wait a minute. I might be reading this well, wrong. We're globally, Ian, I'm doing a bad job. Why are you Globally right now, I think first weekend, that weekend, last weekend, was, was like $1.6 $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. billion. I'm, yeah. I'm giving you complete false information. Oh, Internet. Oh, boy. Internet. Don't listen to me. This, well, this is article's fault. Look, look. I didn't know Ian was going to be here. I didn't know he wasn't going to be here. <laughs> I didn't have time to prep for this. It's this kind of pressure. I make dumb jokes about myself. We just and know I, that. And it, I hit funny buttons. That's Seven, true. That's all I do. 70 million just from China, but uh, 157 million overseas total. That's a lot so, of money. That is a lot of money. It is a lot, a lot of dough. 
a lot of dough to be made. And, and it just it makes me very happy that this this film is making that much money because it's just like I know you hate cape shit. Well, we'll we'll, we'll get to that because we have, we, we will have, get to that. We have Endgame spoilers coming up, and yep. I am I've had a lot of time to think about all these. You've, so. you've had some time to think. Yeah. Some time to address it. Well, how about this? What about the script delays <laughs> pushing back for Batman? Oh, surprise, no. surprise, DC's do? screwing up again. Yeah, that's so not this, even breaking is this a Batman news. feature film? Yeah, so the new, it's the new live-action Batman film um, that Affleck was not involved in, and then he was involved in, So, and I don't know where we're at now with that. Oh, really? But, yeah. So we don't know who the next Batman's going to be? No clue. Do you think just the writers in, in those rooms for, the, for Batman, just for Batman in general, is just like they're sweating, and they're like, so nervous to type on their keyboards, like any sort of line. They're like, nope, that's not going to work. Nope, we can't do that again. Nope, not going to happen. And just sweating bullets because they don't know how to write Batman. Well, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's just a huge problem because it's like they're going about it the whole wrong way. DC needs to just create interesting characters first. Yeah. They need to create good individual stories and then move on. I think DC also needs to, to backwards. Yeah, I think they need to stop. They need to just stop doing these kind of small backstories on them. Like, the, give them time to breathe. Give, give them time them to arcs. breathe. I think Marvel does it well because they don't have to constantly be telling you the origin story. They don't yeah. have to be telling you this. Like, they, well, because they don't have to fucking reinvent no, every character, every fucking. No, not two at movies. all. Like, you know, when they introduced when they when so when we finally got Spider-Man back into Marvel, right. It was like not, it was an introduction of. This is Spider-Man helping out Tony Stark in Civil War. That's all I needed. I didn't need to know how he got the suit, how he got all that. And then Homecoming came, and they barely did that, too. They just pandered to, he got a suit, he had some powers, da 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 And into the Spider-Verse, what happens is a very just nonchalant, <laughs> like, he gets bit and flicks the spider away. Yeah, that's they, it. Yeah, they, yeah, but they also played to the other Spider-Men, like, in a very, like, comical way because it's like, Oh, right. another origin story. Okay, this is how it happened. I'm not going to tell you, but oh, here yeah. it is. This is how I became Spider-Man. And it was a funny way of introducing but they, that. But they, they played into the trope of it. Oh, like, totally. okay, here's another cliche introduction mm-hmm. of characters. Yeah. But, All right, just one more time. Let's tell you another. But DC always has to reference back to, like, an origin story. Even if it's not original, uh, like, an origin story, it's always like, oh, yeah, do you remember when I was blah, 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 blah? Martha, Martha, Martha. It's like, <laughs> it's like, DC, you, you don't have to keep telling us. in a pod? Remember when my parents died? <laughs> yeah. Remember when the sea was dirty? <laughs> yeah. I remember. I, I remember. I remember. Remember. I remember. Yeah. So, before we get into uh, the spoilers, which... We have spoilers, people. If you're listening to this mm-hmm. episode, we yeah. have spoilers. I guess, I guess it's technically, been a week. it's not technically until May 6th is when they when they lift the ban on spoilers. Sure, but we're I gonna, get it. We're gonna, IGN did it. Everybody else has done it. We're, we're okay. gonna do it. So. But let's 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 talk about Game of Thrones real quick. The last episode. Okay. Um, and uh, David, did you actually watch it at all? Or did you I, see I, it? Man, I or watched. See I watched a very good dissection of the entire okay. episode, right. and I am I am sufficiently pissed off myself. <laughs> actually, yeah. As people who worked in film before, and you have you seen you did you see it? did you watch it? Okay, um, I'm up to date because I know. Okay, good. Um, the, the 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 big gripe and spoilers in this one too. If anybody's a big Game of Thrones fan back there or anybody, um, that. The shots were way too dark. Like you couldn't see. Whoa! What spoilers, that, man! Spoilers. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> you could light. not see anything happening in most of what was happening. So it starts off dark, 
and then all of a sudden there's a little bit of light, and then all of a sudden a storm comes, and it gets even worse. Because it's now it's just <laughs> snowstorm. And then so, they get into Winterfell, and then it's like even darker in the hallways. So from what I saw... The very first part of it being dark made sense. Sure, yeah. That first like rush with the flames and all that stuff, yeah. that made sense. The rest of it didn't. Sure. The title of the of the actual episode is called The Long Night. So, I don't like, fucking that care. Made, I can't make sense. a I can't make a film called Complete Darkness and just have it be two hours of a dark screen. Okay. So, yeah, the biggest thing is that like the cinematographer is super upset yeah, at people mad. like you know yapping at him about how dark it was. He's like, oh no, but basically that's how it should be. That's how I saw it. It was perfect when I was shooting it. Fifty-five shooting days. Are you sure that you saw everything? Yeah, did, you clear? <laughs> did you watch here's, the dailies? Here's 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 the problem because I read his rebuttal. Uh-huh. So one, I understand that they were trying to go for night. Sure. Like David said, show it in the beginning. Yep. But people need to see it too. Yep. Compression is a thing. Compression you huge. Ha- he what he saw on those monitors. Probably looked great, but you have to know what your deliverable is. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to be compressing the fuck out of it, yep. you need to make sure that everything mm-hmm. is over is overly yep. lit. Mm-hmm. If you're going you know, you know you're going to end up in a dark place. place. You can take away light. Mm-hmm. You can't add it back in. Nope. All right. And third. It's just like you, you, people was like, well, people should be buying these TVs and all this no. stuff. It's like you you know that it's going to be streamed and it's going to yeah. it, well, it's going to look great on Blu-ray. I don't care. Everyone's going to be watching. Everybody it I live. talked to said, yeah, I just turned up my brightness on my TV. You shouldn't have to turn up your brightness on your and TV some for a TVs television that works, show. And some TVs, it just makes it look washed Pixel, out. Yeah, and pixelated. And gross. So mm-hmm. it's like. The guy, the guy is just kind of full of himself. You know what? Oh, yeah. It's just like well, I love I, it. artistically, it looked good in my mon- my, my my my. I mean, I mean, I don't know how long he's been doing this, but if he knows anything uh, about anything, he should know that what you see in your monitor is not exactly how it's no. going to show up on a consumer television. No, you and need, he should have been shooting. You for have that. to plan for that. Any DP that's worth their salt plans for that. I feel like Where's he just in- probably after like the 22nd day of shooting on the same thing, he, he just started getting tunnel vision and was like, I can't see anything, so I'm just going to guess and see what it looks like. I 55 mean, shooting days, 750 people on set. I believe that Gaffer's, could- you know, Truck, oh my gosh, I, I just couldn't do it. There, I don't think that, that that was the. I think he could see everything, oh, sure. and I think it was fine when he shot it. But the the point the the point of the matter is, you you shoot for what your deliverable is going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, not what you see in the monitor. Well, they, did they not test it out before they did another screening of the fucking thing before they put it out there? Right. Did it look fine on that too? Well, probably they they screened it in like an edit suite with a really nice monitor. The the the. The major deaths you could kind of pick out, you could see, because they actually did add a little bit of light to that. But when it's just chaos, it almost reminded me a little bit of Transformers. You know how, like, after a while, all the metal just starts clanking together? During a lot of those fight scenes, I was like, wow, what the hell is going on like I said, right I watched, now? I watched a good 40-minute dissertation of that entire thing, mm-hmm. and I am, I am I'm not a big Game of Thrones fan. I don't really give a shit. But I even I'm upset about what they did with like plot armor and the story in that fucking film because they just sort of ignored a bunch of things that they've already like built up to, yeah, and then just sort of Deus Ex Machina a bunch of other shit mm-hmm. too, like like the the spoilers the the White Walkers just joining in the flames and it's 
Yeah. And, but they've, they've established throughout the entire series, flame just instantly makes them erupt into flames. But now, because it's convenient, you can, you they can, can just lay on top of it and everybody and can just walk dan- over and it. And it'll dan- I thought the exact same thing. I was like, oh, well, okay, that doesn't make any damn you have sense. All these pe- you have these fucking people in the middle, in the middle of these hordes of, like, of zombie walkers, whatever, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden they're fine inside behind the castle walls of yeah. Whiterun. Like, what is what were you doing? What is this? It was, I what think we, it was just a lot, up to? a lot building up. It was a great episode for what it was because it was finally we got to see the battle at Winterfell and we got to see the true kind, like how it was supposed to kind of, I guess, supposedly end with the White Walkers. Um, but Fabian Wagner, who was a cinematographer, uh, had this to say. He said, "A lot of people is." A lot of the problem is that a lot of people don't know how to tune their TVs properly. A lot of people also, unfortunately, watch it on small iPads, which in no way can do justice to a show like that anyway. If you if you watch a night scene in a brightly lit room, then you won't help. It, then that won't help you see the image properly. Okay, first of all, Mr. Wagner, y- everybody is watching these on iPads and. You know, rooms and stuff. Welcome but, to the so pander to, to the people. Don't yeah. pander to yourself. Pander that, to the well, crowd. That's that's, that's, pa- that's where the whole thing of the customers always rights comes from. Yeah, it's not it's not what people mostly think about. It's not it's not like you know, oh, the customer's right. They have to be right all the time. No, it's if when the customer wants something, you give them that thing. Yeah, if people are watching on iPads, and you better make sure that people can, can watch, watch it on, on iPads. iPads because that's what they're watching. Right, or phones or whatever device what that you have. Is. Yeah, not only that, but him saying that you see it in a lit room. Watching TV, most people, especially optometricians and stuff like that, tell, tell about uh, watching TV with with proper lighting in there mm-hmm. because otherwise you fuck up your eyes. You do because it starts to yeah, bl- yeah, your pupils. So fuck you! I'm not ruining my eyes for your <laughs> no, stupid fucking show no, because you think it's cinematically beautiful. Oh well, let's move on to the spoilers because I think we have a yeah, lot to talk about. And I really don't care about Gabriel Luna reprising his role as Ghost Rider on the Hulu show. I'm not a big fan That's of fine. that. Or Dwayne I, Johnson meeting with Kevin. I Feige. am excited about that. That could be something cool. But it's, it's, an, it's a nothing story. It's right a nobody nothing knows. story. Nobody cares. Yep. So let's move on. Okay, ladies spoilers, and gentlemen. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Um, I hate to tell people to shut off the show, but if you haven't seen Endgame, what's your problem? Yeah, it's been out for a week. And you've been fairly warned. Okay, so this movie was great. Mm -hmm. That's the end of my spoiler. Okay, all right. Uh, Okay, so let's let's start with this Uh, number rating out of ten. What would you give it? I'd probably give it an eight. You know, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Just as a as a movie on the on the whole, Mm -hmm. you know, it was just such a great movie full of action and stuff. Uh, and it had some, you know, fitting endings for some of my favorite characters yep. that I've been following for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I would say I would say around eight or nine, just because I like wrap up movies. So, and that's kind of what this felt like. I I like wrap up movies. I like something that adds on to that final breath that you can just say, okay, it's done. You know, I mm-hmm. loved um, Return of the King more than I loved the other two Lord of the Ring movies. Um, I loved. Uh, not so much The Hobbit, but that plays into everything else just because you didn't have to drag on The Hobbit for three yeah. fucking movies. Um, but this felt this felt right to me. Um, but lots of plot holes. Lots yeah. of plot holes. Yeah, let's... let's... Um, so, I mean, when I walked out of the film, I would probably give it a solid 7 mm-hmm. out of 10. But sitting in it a while, it's a very soft 6 for me right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
uh, which we'll get into uh, right now. <laughs> <laughs> plot holes. Plot so holes. What's the first plot hole you want to bring up? Oh, oh man, so many. Okay, well, let's talk about the the one that kind of gets brought up a little bit more. Um, the Soul Stone. So yeah, wh- how do you return the Soul Stone? Okay. <laughs> uh, it, the whole the whole premise of like going back in time and. Oh my god. Okay, there's so many things. Okay, so here let, we go. Let's let's assume, right? Let's assume they only have one shot at this. So, let's assume that they do a solid month of planning. Sure. That means like going through everything, you know, like we're going to be here, we're going to do this to like the minute mm-hmm. of it happening, right? Mhm. Okay. We're on the same page here? Yep. Mm-hmm. How come Nebula did it once say, hey, when you get to the Soul Stone space, this is what you have to do? Because she knows. She does. She knows what, they, what you have to do. But they're totally taken aback by it. Nope. Be, did they not plan? Nope. When she goes to Varagoth, whatever the fuck it is, uh-huh. uh, she never once mentions the fact that fucking Thanos is going to be there? Right. Fucking Warmonger is like, no, they, oh, are yeah, you serious? No, yeah, she says it like as soon as, as In like fucking <laughs> in passing. In fucking passing. She's like, oh yeah, Thanos is going to be here. Okay, did you not think to bring that up the entire time? And then and then on top of that, she she has she knows this. And she never says like, okay, if I go there, there's a possibility I'm going to be in the same neural network that my other class is there. Yeah. So you might want to disconnect that or something. Yeah. We'll figure out how to yeah. do that. There's a wire in my head that you just need to kind of unplug. Just unplug it and we're good. And fine. Great. No. Uh, no. Lots of plot Would holes. she know that, though? Would she know that there's an issue with her neural network? Oh, God, don't, don't fucking... Yeah, I'm she would just, know that. I'm just... Like, that, that, her, that her other self would be able to connect to her present self. That's been part of her being for, like... But but time travel's never been in, in that situation, that there would be two nebulas in one space. So, I mean, how would she know to think, oh, my past self could connect to my present self? She would, she would, she would have to know that she'd know that wirelessly when she goes somewhere that, that Thanos, whatever, could connect to her. Well, it's so also disabling that, that would be important. But, okay, but it's also, I'll give you that. It's also really funny because they actually joke about this in the movie, too, when they're talking about past, like, time machine movies. Like, you know, don't disrupt the past or whatever. But they mentioned movies that also said, you know... Don't run into your former self, like mm-hmm. Back to the Future, uh, Bill and Ted, all these other like you know time travel movies. But right. nobody, yeah, like you said, nobody you know thought about like, oh, I'm going to this one spot during this one specific time in mm-hmm. you know whatever. Oh, it just slipped my mind. By the way, since we landed, the ship took off, you know, and everything. We might run into my former self, and it might cause a problem. Yeah. It's like no plot hole. <laughs> they, they, you didn't talk about that the entire time you're playing at all. You just no. like sat there and was like, I'm Nebula. <laughs> Like I don't care, yeah. like um, and then and the whole thing. <laughs> we only have so many pin particles. Yeah, <laughs> go back and get more. Go go fucking back there. Go. The only collect, thing that causes collect. a divergent thing is 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 from what I what I could tell from the story was is taking the stones, the infinity mm-hmm. stones. Right, mm-hmm. that that makes a divergent thing. Yep. but you can go back and grab as many fucking pin particles as you fucking right. want. Mm-hmm. So if you go hog wild. So and but if you, as long as you put the stone back. Then it doesn't disrupt the flow, right? Yeah. Okay. But that still leads me to the question: How do you return the Soul Stone? Yeah. Which Joe that, Russo was Joe Russo, who was actually in the film. A lot of people, I think, didn't catch no, that. No, I caught that. it. A lot. I thought of, it was yeah. great. So Joe Russo played the um, in the 
whole circle of talk or whatever. Yeah, the guy who went on a date yeah, and, 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 and apparently a lot of people are really upset that, yeah, that, that no that that he didn't get more screen time. Oh, okay. And I, that's well, how I think what? people didn't no. realize that was Joe Russo, who was a co-director he with just, his brother. They gave him enough time. Right. I thought so. I Jeez. thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was, it was a it was nice a... one. So he was asked, you know. How would Cap react when he encounters the Red Skull when he returned the stone? Oh my goodness. Joe Rooster's response was Red Skull would probably put the Soul Stone back to its location and wait for the next unfortunate stone seeker to make the sacrifice. Cap and Red Skull probably won't fight. Probably. It's, probably. It's because it's in it's his mission to return the stone to its original place. The Red Skull is also no longer the same Red Skull from a first Avenger. He is more like a ghost. You could almost say he's a completely different entity now. He only exists to guard the stone. His past consciousness may or may not exist any- anymore. May or may not exist. Hand waving. But we're going to make him Hand look waving. exactly look like Red Skull. Hand waving. Is Don't it? pay attention to the plot hole. <laughs> look at my hands. Look at my look hands. So, he's not the same that, Red Skull. That kind of answers the question, though, that he is the guardian of the Soul Stone, and that's how you would return it. Yeah. But it doesn't actually answer the question of of consciousness between him, because he knows who people are when you walk up on him. Yeah. He would he would be like, oh, Steve Rogers, you're the first son of blah. Yeah. Da, he, da, 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 da. It's like that wouldn't spark something. But. In uh, in uh, Infinity War, he was like, I once held a stone in my hand. Yes, he did. So he, he, told so he has he the same consciousness. He does he have the same, same consciousness. consciousness. He knows exactly what he's talking about. Oh, totally he does. Is the, he is the same Red Skull. Oh, he completely is. He's just is. the same Red Skull that has been beaten down and has been forced to do this subservient task of guarding the Soul Stone. Yeah. That's like his penance no. that he's being punished for. So I will say this. Maybe Red Skull couldn't fight Cap because, you know, like whatever forces put him there or whatever. Cap, though, Cap could start beating the crap out of him. Punch him in his face. Please stop doing that. I'm only guarding the stone. (laughs) I don't care. Which, I mean, that that whole arc itself was just, again, one of those two fucking convenient things where it's like, oh, you go to the Soul Stone, you gotta sacrifice something. Oh, it just so happens the two people we sent to the sacrificial place have something to sacrifice for the stone. Great. Perfect. I've got this piece of chewing gum. Yeah. Goodbye, Double Mint. I'll miss you. What if Thor and Rocket went to the fucking... Uh, that's. I mean, I'm. St- I know we've talked about this, but I. I think that Thor and Rocket have a little bit stronger of a connection. Maybe not as. Definitely not as strong as. Uh, um, the other two that pick went a, there. Pick, pick any fucking co- other combination of people to go get the Soul Stone, and it still <laughs> wouldn't. It wouldn't fucking work. Rocket and Thor might have. Might. Like, okay. Sure. They shared some moments. Might. Might. Is Pepper that? and Tony, but Tony Pepper didn't go, so that doesn't count. Yeah. Um, oh, Bruce, Bruce, and uh, Natasha. Bruce, that would that would have made a better. Yep. Mm-hmm. That would have made a really good one. But again, it's it's one of those things where it's like it's convenient to the fact that that had to happen that way. Which I would say that um, Hawkeye, like he lost, he already fucking lost everything. So why does it lose more? Like why can't there just be enough for the fucking Soul Stone? Like oh my fucking family is gone. My family. Yeah, is I gone. feel like that. As soon as he yeah, went, stepped on that platform, yeah, that, it should have just. That's been what like, I was boom. hoping was gonna happen. It would have just been like boom. You already lost. You've already given up so much, but 
Maybe it's just maybe it, you have to put the coin in the right machine. I don't that know. Because somebody's searching for the Soul Stone. What if they've already lost everything? Yeah. Then what? I know. You don't get it? Nope. Nope. Apparently it has to happen on that platform and uh, then yeah. on the ground. <laughs> I didn't see it. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Are you sure you lost your family? I'm pretty sure. Um, so here's a here's a good one for you that I don't think we've actually talked about. Um, so the mouse, the rat. Oh, yeah. That brings back... Uh, that is the greatest Avenger Ever. So Joe Russo actually has confirmed, yes, the mouse saved uni- saved the universe. Like yep. among the many realities in those fourteen yep. millions, poss- possible future Doctor Strange foresee- foresaw, which the mouse failed to press the button, and thus the heroes failed to see those f- in, to be in those futures. And, and I hate that. I hate that so much. I don't. Like I f- no, no, no. friggin' love it. So when like when they hold when they pull the I whole oh, uh, Doctor Strange foresaw these, when you use it in a scene that he's in. Fine, okay, fine. But this this is so fucking out there that it's like it's almost like a million. How could he have foresaw the fact that that him dying would lead to that specific instance of that mouse <laughs> walking across? The, there's no way to control for that. David, nope. Butterfly effect. Fourteen. No. The wings no. of a butterfly. But once Doctor Strange died, he had no fucking control over no. what happened after that point. His and, Adams. And he's moved. the only one who knew. What could possibly happen? But but um, uh, Joe Russo did say that this wasn't really a butterfly effect in terms of no, everything he, else. Yeah, he, it wasn't, he, he said he dismisses it wasn't, the butterfly he effect. He, he said it's because when um, Bruce is talking to the uh, what's her face uh, when he's pushed out of his his uh, the Hulk body and he's talking and she's the ancient one, the ancient one. Thank you. And she draws so the, the, the other timeline, which actually goes. Back to Back to the Future too, because like they draw the alternate timeline down there, so Back to the Future wasn't crap. But he's basically saying that there's all these multiple, you know, strings of of time that sure. once once something moves, that happens. Which is funny because a couple of these movies that they reference as pop culture, mm-hmm. the some of the actors that were in that movie were also in those other movies. Uh, I'm trying, I'm just, Hot uh, Tub Time Machine. I can't remember who was in there. Oh yeah, but. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so not not John. Um, Cusack was no, in no, no, there, no, no, no. but uh, uh, what's his name? He wasn't. He wasn't like a big role, but he was. Uh, he was in there as well. Oh, uh, Michael Pena. Yes, Michael Pena. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was in that one. So they reference how. They so what? What universe is this taking place in? <laughs> I don't know. Because Michael Pena, the person, or Michael Pena, the the actor in this movie. So mm, mm. Michael Pena in Avengers is playing Michael Pena playing Luis. I, yeah. I, I just think anytime you <laughs> you bring time and manipulating time into a movie, it's, there's never a right answer just because you can't. Do and I it was don't so have easy. a way to quantify well, it? Well, it was Primer. so easy. It was so easy for Tony to just come up with time travel. That's mm. I will say. Oh that, yes, that was. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> so so go. Tony just is like, I ain't gonna do it. Uh, no, no. I'm, uh, I you know I can't save everyone, and then it's just like mm, I'm gonna mess around. Like, oh, I finished I finished Three my dinner early. Later. Uh, <laughs> I guess I can work on that time travel yep. thing. Yeah. Oh look! And then he's like oh. he's like waving his arms like oh that's gonna take a while. It takes like two seconds. Like yeah. okay, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to him, you know, anything that takes longer than five seconds takes too long. Supposedly, yeah, right. sure. But yeah, it's just it's just like oh, I, I figured it out, no problem. I'm the smartest man in the world. Yeah, I, I'm. And here's here's coming from a diehard Iron Man, Tony Stark mm-hmm. fan. Just, I mean, just flip that I, Mobius around. Oh, it's time travel now. Perfect. I I will say that I did like his arc. 
Yeah. The, out of out of Re- all arc the films. reactor. Oh. <laughs> but, but his arc in his movie or his arc as a whole? His arc as a whole. Okay. Because the fact that, you know, he's his whole thing is redemption. Mm-hmm. You know, from Iron Man 1, he's trying to redeem from his father's mistakes and his mistakes making weapons as a weapons-making company. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, he's like, I can't save everyone. And Pepper's like, well, what if you can? And so he takes on this daunting task of, I'm going to save everyone, even though I've just finally accepted that I'm not some superhuman god that can fix everything. And then as soon as he saves the world and does everything and he's going to die, she's like, you don't have to try anymore. You don't have to hold on. You I can, love her reactions to everything in that movie, though. Pepper Potts' reactions to that movie. It's like, I just figured out time travel. Okay. Oh, okay. And then, like... Oh, I'm dying. Oh, you're okay. Go by. We're good now. We're okay. And it's just like. Well, well, no, I I think that because like she was being strong for Tony in that last moment there, yeah. and then after he passed, she like obviously <clears throat> she sure. fucking lost it. But, yeah. Um, you know she's she and it's you're on this like one. I'm going to go backwards. One, you're on an adrenaline rush of fighting this battle. True. Your emotions are all over the place. Yep. Who knows what you're going to think. Mm-hmm. And um, two, as far as the, oh, time travel, oh, that's cool. Uh, she lives in a world where aliens exist <laughs> and gods uh-huh. and things like that. So it's like, who knows what we would think in that? Just like, oh, fuck, yeah, sure. You know what? Yeah, yeah everything else is all, is all happening. This is like the last thing that could happen. I guess it was just a matter of when. Sure. So her reaction to that, I, I, I buy it. You know, it's just like. She's she's married to Tony Stark, which uh, and she gave and she's finally rescue now. So yeah, one one of my favorite scenes from the movie is back to back Tony Stark and, 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 and rescue. rescue. That was that was Sorry, badass. It's like that three was seconds of like film time, but, but it was it was worth it. It's totally like worth it. it. The whole movie was total fan service, as yeah. just like a love letter from Marvel to its fans. Yep. And you know there were a couple moments uh, that were like ripped right from the pages. Sure. Uh, and one of my favorite moments that kind of gets overlooked a little bit um, is you know the the compound gets hit. Yep. And if you're just sudden, tuning in, spoilers. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> compound gets hit, and and Hulk is down there just holding it up. And there yeah. was a comic, uh, an Avengers book back in the day where they uh, the Hulk had to literally hold up for a whole issue. Like part of the Earth to keep it from crushing the Avengers, hmm. and so it's just a little tiny like blip, sure. there you go. But it's like great piece of imagery, and it's like this is the kind of stuff that DC should take to heart. Like DC takes takes moments and makes movies about moments. Marvel takes the moments of these movies and they 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 don't rip them they don't rip them just to, to rip them they they go we've created a whole story but we're also going to put this in here as a little like bloop for you every moment has a has, has a, a reason it has a reason behind it DC does the moments because it's, it's like, like oh you remember Batman when he threw his battering and Batman it, Batman v Superman yeah when yeah. when they do the shot from the Dark Knight Returns yeah. oh yeah and it was just like yeah so they basically made this movie to do that shot yeah you felt that way even if that's not the, what they tried to do. That's what it felt like. Oh, totally. With Marvel, it was like, you've been with us for so long. Here, we're going to give you this little tidbit, but it's going to make sense that we're giving it to you. Well, like like Cap wielding the Molnir. Oh, right? yeah. That was oh, that was definitely a fan service moment, but also they were building to that throughout the entire arc. Yeah, when you from, from budged it. And, you know, when that happened in my theater, I don't know about you guys, but, like, everyone was just sitting there, and you saw the, the hammer hit the ground, and it was like a close-up of it. I was like... Cap's gonna pick it up. 
Cap's going to pick no, it up. No, I, I didn't see it. I Everybody saw, I saw went it. crazy, I think. Nobody saw it coming at my theater. Ex- like, maybe a couple other people saw it, but didn't say anything. But like, I saw it, and everyone was like completely shocked that it happened. And I was like, I are you shocked? I just thought Why that Thor was shocked? trying to It was just great. Get... It was a great moment. Yeah. Let's 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 talk about the final battle because that is probably the biggest biggest chunk of this movie is right. the final battle and that's what everything was The last hour. Yep. The last hour of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hulk snaps everybody back into existence. So, yeah, which fine, whatever. <laughs> um, and all he had all he Actually no, that was actually arm. really good because that was probably one of the it was it was understated. Uh-huh. And it's exactly how it needed. I didn't need to see people like forming back and like you see you see light beams sure. poking through a tree uh-huh. and some birds fly by yep. and immediately you know yeah and, and then, then the th- and then the phone starts ringing and yep. it's like okay this worked okay yep. it's happening back it didn't, it didn't have to go in this whole like oh, it gave you it gave you a moment to breathe yeah. before before shit, shit the storm the sand. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fight itself was fine. Um, they did start doing that thing that I don't like in superhero films where all of a sudden the bad guy gets fucking extra strength from his asshole <laughs> and like so like Cap wields uh, the shield and the Molnir and he like, took a five hour like, energy like kicking his fucking <laughs> ass like breaking his fucking jaw and then all of a sudden Thor, uh, Thanos just has to be like oh I don't have to take this anymore and then beats him yeah it, and I get it. You want to give everybody their spot in this sure. film. It's hard, but it's just there's a way. There's a way to make a fight go on where everybody's getting weaker throughout the fight, and so it it gives this natural pace of like you know Captain America's getting weaker, Thanos is getting weaker, all these people are getting weaker. So obviously yeah. things are hitting as hard. But like these people would come up fresh off the press and just start kicking ass, and then yeah. all of a sudden Thanos, who's been beaten by like four different people at this point, is just like. Rah! <laughs> The only the only part where that doesn't happen, and it's my favorite part of the movie, is when Scarlet Witch shows up. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, and just starts like peeling him like a fucking grape. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, grimace. holy shit. Well, she was very yeah. With uh, out the gauntlet, he you know in uh, Infinity War at the end when she's like kind of holding back she's, him yeah, and all she's that a, stuff. She, he she's very powerful, gauntlet. but she comes from her. All of her powers come from the an actual stone. So it's like you know it. Well, not only does it come from a stone, but it also comes from her emotional state. That too. So, like, if she's not feeling it, then her powers aren't as powerful. But when oh, yeah. she comes in, she's like, "You took oh, everything, she, everything." From me. And then fucking Thanos flippantly says, "Like, I don't even know well, who the fuck you I, are." I totally agree with you in terms of like they gave Thanos a, a, a lot of power in terms of he didn't have anything except no. for himself. But I yeah. think also he has he's a very reserved he's obviously in charge for a reason. He has a lot of reserved power, and he's very tactical when it comes to fighting. So that fight in Infinity War at, at the beginning, when Hulk started, goes after him, and you see him moving, and you see him just punching and going, and he's not using the gauntlet to fight the Hulk. He's just letting, he's him, just letting him go, and it's like, holy crap, he's like, you know, knows everything about fighting tactics. I think that falls into place of like fighting and those sort of tactics. I think he's very smart. I think he was a very smart villain, like super villain to a T. Mm-hmm. But don't get, don't give him that much power to make him look yeah. like he didn't need the gauntlet at all. No, he didn't. Right? Yeah, I feel like there was a missed moment uh, during that fight with Cap and Thanos where Cap could have said, uh, or, "Yeah, at any point I could do this all day." Like that <laughs> one, one. No, no, they did it, and it was great during the right moment when Cap is fighting Cap. Well, he, I think I think he wanted a callback. <laughs> yeah, another callback. Yeah. Oh, you know. okay. But two, uh, that was during that fight scene. That was my favorite shot in the entire movie. Was 
the super extreme wide shot, Captain America standing there with Thanos on the other side mm-hmm. and the entire army. Yeah. And it's right before all, all, everybody comes through the portals, and it's just like, it's so beautiful. And it's like yeah. a painting. It was. And it was just like this moment where it's just like Cap knows he's he's screwed, and he's just like, I'm going to stand until the end. How many sling rings are out there? Holy God. A lot. <laughs> Well, there's all. You, just you everybody see, just. You see, Doctor well, Strange all the ones were. You know, I mean, Doctor Strange can do a bunch of them himself, yeah. but I mean, obviously, all the well, ancient ones that show up. Well, right. not they, they. They weren't ancient ones. They were well, um, the, 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 the members right. of, yeah. of the, the order. Yeah. But yeah, like there was a there's a ton of sling rings. Sling rings were were standard issue. Uh, pretty, yeah, much. pretty much standard so issue. Does, so if the if the stones were returned, does does Doctor Strange get the time stone? Back? Yeah, that's another weird thing. Is like, okay, so in the beginning of the movie, all the stones are destroyed. Right. Okay, that's kind of a big fucking deal because we were meant to be told that <laughs> destroying stones is like very bad for the time. Yeah, right? yeah, because it, it holds everything together. It holds together. everything together. What the fucking ancient one was telling the Hulk. Like, yeah. If you take a time stone, it's everything's fucked it's at skewed, that point. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? What, what, what happened? Well, <laughs> let's, five, five years later. Yeah. That's what they did. Was five years later. Let's get our final thoughts in the last minute of okay. the show. What are your final thoughts? Final thoughts. I loved the wrap up of of that first 11, 10 years of and you know twenty two films. I loved that wrap up. David. Uh, typical cape shit movie, but you know, give me give me a Scarlet Witch v Captain Marvel movie. Well, okay. you're getting a Scarlet Witch Vision show. I am, but we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> and you know what? I'm I'm very much looking forward to the next threat, which we don't know which Spider-Man: uh, Far From Home is going to be the end of this uh, mm-hmm. phase uh, journey, phase three, and mm-hmm. so we'll see what villains that we're going to get. But we are out of time, everyone. So we'll see you next week with Ian back, we hope, on Geektainment TV and NRMStreamcast.com. See ya.